1: Everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. I'm John Fisher, your host, and uh, this is the Catch on Blog Talk Radio. We are also uh, part of a daily uh, blog that I send out. You can sign up uh, and receive it free in your email box five days a week. It's called the Catch. And uh, if you go to catchjohnfisher.com, you could sign up right there. Just make sure you spell my name with a C, F-I-S-C-H-E-R. And uh, you can sign up and, and receive something fresh every morning. Um, then then at the same time, you'll find out a lot of other things that we're into there, like we have a prayer ministry. Um, I do I do a live broadcast now on facebook once a week and periodic um videos that we put on to make comments about what's going on in the world and then of course this is our tuesday night Block talk radio show we have uh, a number of these shows now that have become podcasts and they're in our archives and you can go back and listen to interviews um on all sorts of topics, uh, just scroll down, go online at blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash the catch, and uh, then you can, you can uh, access a lot of our shows. We have some really great, great shows in, in the past, and, and today is going to be no different. Um, actually, our, our guest, um, we've had before, and, uh, but it's been a little while. And I thought uh, I wanted to have him on today, especially in light of what our nation has been going through in the last couple months in in relationship to uh, what we can just call uh, racial tension that's been surfacing recently. And uh, so we're going to address that a little bit. We're going to find out. Uh, especially what um Toby Mac is doing in concert because our guest is B Haley drummer for Toby Mac and uh um, we are really happy and privileged to have him on our show today welcome welcome B
0: thank you John it's totally my honor and my privilege again to uh, come on here and uh serve you with uh with the catch man i'm excited <laughs>
1: Thank you, thank you Well, we're going to talk about uh, a, a lot of the things that you're into um, uh, A little bit later on But tell me a little bit about how uh, how the concert schedule has been going You guys been keeping pretty busy?
0: Man, we have been, man uh, We released a new record with Toby probably about now a year and a half ago um, Yeah, man, so we've been hitting it pretty hard We have this new tour that we've been on called Toby Mac hits deep tour and it's just a lot of different various artists and uh all the artists come on on this tour with us and they're able to play their hit songs that's played on radio and uh, it's just a great night man just a magnifying jesus each and every night i'm so honored and privileged with my job because i get to speak life into people every time and every night we take the stage
1: wow wow that sounds great um now, we were talking earlier, V, and you were telling me that um, uh, you speak every night in, in concert. Is that right?
0: Yeah, correct. I'm a speaker on our tours, too, as well. I've been a speaker now for the past year and a half. So before we take the stage with Toby uh, each night, I come out and I speak anywhere from 5 to 12 minutes. And uh, I have a movement called We Are One Movement. It's all about loving Serving unity and the oneness in Jesus' name. So that's what I speak about. I encourage people to take the perspective of Jesus. Wow.
1: Tell us a little bit more about that. What do you what do you what's your main message during that uh, that twelve minute talk you give?
0: Man, it's just all about what I talk about is just getting people to take the perspective of Jesus, especially these days with what's going on within our country when it comes to You know, just race, man. I just truly believe uh, Satan is a divider and our Jesus is the ultimate uniter. And we have to stop taking the bait of division and start picking up the true love and unity of Jesus. So that's what I inspire people to do because uh, Toby Mac and Diverse City, which is the band, they love me to the cross. You know what I'm saying? Instead of judging me away from the cross. So I like to get people to take the perspective of Jesus. And, man, we're not here to judge. We're only here to love each other. And the Bible says, uh, Jesus said, they would know that, that, that you are my disciples, not for the hate and the judgment that we have each other. Jesus said they would know that you are my disciples simply from the love and the service that we have each other. So I just encourage people, let's take the perspective of Jesus. Let's love, unite, become one in Jesus' name. And when you kind of take that perspective, that kind of puts everything into perspective and and now you get you you also get why we're going through the challenges that we're going through with division because the enemy only attacks the answer and the answer is unity and love so that's why he's attacking us with division and hate you know
1: yeah yeah you know that's it's it's been so interesting to watch that uh what's been happening lately um uh, because uh you know so some, some of the, uh, as I'm sure our listeners know, um, it, it it is a lot of people believe that that black people are 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 shot in the line of duty by police officers, white police officers, a lot more than uh, anyone else, and um, that there's a that that is in terms of uh, a term of, of discrimination, and then of course we have that. Reaction of, of white officers being shot now And uh, it's turned really ugly um, And, you know, when on one hand, you look at All that we've accomplished uh, in this country All the way back to the civil rights movement of the 60s And and uh, desegregating schools and, and getting rid of, you know, colored restrooms And and, uh, you know, the, the black part of the bus and the white part of the bus, all of that uh, we've gotten rid of. Uh, we have, uh, you know, greater opportunities now for African-Americans than ever before in our country. And then the media is careful to try and present a balanced uh, view of our country. And uh, so that we have you know uh, black actors represented and as heroes and and, and uh, you know, and one you can look and say, "Wow, look, look how far we've come," and then then something like this surfaces, and uh, and you realize, well, wait a minute, this, this thing is is, is is deeper than maybe we thought. Um, what do you what do you think? Um, you know, it, it's hard to say what, what uh, It's such a huge problem, but um, where do you, what do you think this stems from, primarily in all of us? What what where does where does racism come from? And maybe um, at least what can we start to to do about it? I know that's a big question, but uh, (laughs) I'd love to hear what you say on that.
0: Well, brother, I don't know where it comes from besides when you just uh, research history of where racism comes from, you know, just from uh, African Americans uh, being migrated, you know, in ships uh, back over here. But Mm -hmm. I do have the answer. I never want to focus on a problem. I always want to focus on solutions. But if you think about Jesus, man, and I always go back to this, taking the perspective of Jesus, Jesus said in Matthew 22:39, Jesus said this, this guy was trying to tempt Jesus, uh, uh, a religious leader, and he tempted him with this. He said, Jesus, what is the greatest commandment in the law? He thought he was going to catch Jesus off guard. And Jesus responded and said, love the Lord your God with all our heart, with all our mind, and with all our soul. This is the first, and the second is just like it. Jesus said this, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, if you really focus on that latter part, Love your neighbors yourself. What does it truly mean for me to love my neighbors myself? And I love me some me, and I'm sure you love some you some you, John, right? This is what it means, though, is that when I see you, I'm supposed to see myself. And when you see me, you're supposed to see yourself. That means that we're called to reflect each other. And according to our Jesus, that means one thing. It means this, bro, we are one. So we have to stop taking the, the perspective of I feel like, man, who's right and who's wrong? I think as believers, that's where we get caught up at. We start choosing to play the world's games, and we're taking the perspective of who's right and who's wrong. When in all reality, if we truly call ourselves Christians, man, at all times, we're called to choose one side, and that's not the side of who's wrong and who's right. That's always the side of Jesus. And choosing the side of Jesus says this. Again, they wouldn't know that you are my disciples. For what? from the love and the service that we have for each other. So, man, I'm just committed. Everybody's committed on our Toby Mac bus. We're not going to take the bait of Satan, man, but actually we're not going to see this as opposition. But we're going to see this as a huge opportunity for us to actually lock arms and come together in Jesus' name. What greater stage and what great of opportunity that right now with all our country is going through for us to really lock arms because even on our tour bus, there's all kind of different races, Different so, so, sociological and ec- economical breakdowns and stuff, man. It, it's not like that. We're the perfect family. It's just our focus. We major on the on the uh, on the majors, and that's simply majoring on the thing that unites us. And that's simply the love of Jesus. And that's the only re- reason why we've been together. Uh, we, we've been able to have the privilege to serve each other for the, for the past fifteen years is because we focus on Jesus. It, it doesn't mean that we don't get in fights and arguments and, and, you know, little debates here and there. But it just means this, man, we chose to put our relationship with Christ first. And when you always do that, man, when when what Jesus has told us to do, and that's love each other, um, it helps put everything into a healthy perspective, you know. Um, It helps us to unite and not divide. And uh, I'm not telling you something I didn't hear. I'm telling you something I didn't live the past 15 years on a tour bus with very very diverse people. Mm.
1: mm. So, you, in a way, you guys are, are are illustrating what you're talking about as you go. Well,
0: yeah. Like. Yeah, we're not illustrating it; we're living it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> we're living it. We live a together li- over a 180 days. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Where are you going there? 180 days.
0: We yeah h- we go all over this world, bro. Yes, yeah. we're stuck with each wow. other, and uh, it's it's not something like you know you you do for one or two days like a some kind of you know summer camp, and you know this is we spend most of our time with our families and with each other. So it's something that we're not telling you about. It's something that we we've been yeah. able to live and be very successful at because Jesus is the is the focus, is the forefront
1: how how are uh, how are your concerts going by the way because uh, in, in some ways um m- musicians are uh, this is a hard time for musicians uh uh just last week i had john still uh on on the show and he he was a former uh, president of the gospel music association and publisher for ccm magazine for for probably 30 years uh, and and john and i were were discussing how much the, the music industry has changed due to free music and the internet and and uh, you know literally he's saying the industry has been cut in half and uh, um, you know I was getting the impression that even even concerts are down. Uh, what have you guys been experiencing on the road in terms in terms of your concerts?
0: Man, he's totally right about all those facts, but I, I have a fact, too, that, uh, man, for the past 15 years, man, we haven't experienced the negative part of the music industry, but it feels like when the music industry, and it has been cut in half, we've been able to flourish, and, man, we don't chalk that up to nothing but the favor of God. And, uh, like, we just saw record-breaking numbers off of our last tour, the Toby Mac his Deep Tour. Uh, we partnered with K-Love and uh, a bunch of um, – uh K Love and um um another organization and man we've been seeing this past tour and we're just only two months outside, you know, on the other side of this tour but mm-hmm. we saw record breaking numbers in all arenas across. And it was a hard ticket too as well. So that means it, it, it was like um it was like a, it wasn't like a ten dollar uh ticket or, you know, a five dollar ticket, but it was mm-hmm. a very hard ticket. And people have been very supportive, man. That just has a lot to say about, first, who Jesus is and the team of people that we surround ourselves around, like CAA Booking Team, True Artist Management, you know, uh, the bands that Toby's choosing to take out on the road. You know, our whole motto is let's not do um, what's been done before, but let's trust Jesus and let's do something different. And just like Jesus, if we try to be different, then we can be like Jesus and we can uh, get different results, too, as well. So... God has shown himself faithful and he's been shown his favor throughout our tours and it's it's very unfortunate for the industry, but I've been experiencing and the Toby Mac brand has been experiencing a record number uh success, man. So we chalked that up to the Lord, you know?
1: Oh. Well wow. wow, that's great. That's great. Um uh do you do you get a chance to um Talk to the to, uh, people from the audience. Like, do, you, do you visit with people afterwards? Are you guys accessible at all?
0: Man, you can talk to people for, for the past 15 years. I'm out there when the doors open. I'm out there praying, meeting and greeting people. And then during during the show, before we play, and then afterwards, yeah, I have a very good relationship with people the past 15 years just from the word getting around. That's the kind of guy I am. I just love hanging out with people, and I love seeing the expectancy on people's faces because it helps me not to take a day off. Um, when I see people are coming mm-hmm. there for for a touch from God, it, it'd be so easy for me to stay on my tour bus or at the hotel before it's time for showtime. But um, just yeah. the expectancy on families' faces because that's our our core audience is families. Um, they're coming there expecting something. It helps me not to take a day off when I'm speaking or when I'm on stage with Toby and we're ministering, uh, you know, the ministry of music, you know.
1: Wow, that's great. Um, what, are you, uh, what are you finding when you talk to people these days? Is there, is there, any, is there anything that, that kind of stands out um, in the conversations you have meeting folks these days?
0: Absolutely. Uh, There's been this undergoing uh, rhythm that the people who are coming out to our shows after they hear me speak, they're like, B, our churches have to come together. They're starting to see Mm -hmm. that um, we're so divided as church. That's why we have the issues within our world. And um, it's funny, man, because how is it as a massive body of Christians, we can have the most access to Jesus, but in return, we do the least with it. That's because we're divided. Mm. You know, you have black churches, you have white churches, you have Latino churches, you have Asian churches, and we're all divided. And it's something powerful because all those different cultures come together at our concerts each night, and it's powerful. And people are like, this is what our church needs to look like now. And people are catching that rhythm mm. of – um Just the power of when we come together, but it just doesn't need to be for one night. This needs to be an ongoing current, man. And um, I believe as a church, and this is what people are saying too, the rhythm of what people are saying, until we get it, I just believe there is no hope for the world, man. You know, if we don't come together as one, how, how can we preach something that we're not living? You can't do that. And that's the result of today. We're not coming together. It sounds great, and Jesus tells us to come together as one. He told us that's the answer, actually. And uh, yet and still, every Sunday, every Wednesday, we're segregated. And the millennials, they're asking the right questions. You know, the millennials, they're that why, why, why generation, and they're asking Mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy that they're asking those whys because they're like, hold it, what we're reading in the Bible, what we're experiencing on Sunday mornings are two totally different things. What do you mean we can't hang with this yeah. group of people because of of this? But isn't Jesus a uniter? So why are we choosing to divide? So they're asking all
1: the right questions,
0: you know. Wow. Uh,
1: yeah. Is it, what can we do though? Uh, to, uh, what can we do about it? Um, I think you know the the scene the 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 person, the, just one person out there who uh you know goes to a black church or a white church um, you go what can i do to change this uh you know this this is this is the way it is um have you got any any practical ideas on uh, Absolutely uh, what, we, what what we can do about that
0: Absolutely brother one thing comes to mind um and i and i try to Teach this too. It's just based off of Romans 15, 1 through 6, where Peter was talking about Jesus. And I believe this, John. For so long, the church we have asked the wrong question. Now, hear me out. For so long, the church has asked the wrong question. We didn't ask this question. Well, how did you get that way? How did you get that way? Right? Hmm. Jesus asked a totally different question. Jesus only asked one question throughout the New Testament when he came on the scene. Jesus didn't ask, how did you get that way? Jesus asked one question, how can I help? That's the question the church has to ask. Not how did you get that way, but how can we help? And how can we help each other? And I'll say this, man, I haven't been able to accomplish anything by me pointing my finger at some one thing. I'm right and you're wrong, bro, hear me mm-hmm. out. I've been able to accomplish everything by me pointing one To the love of Jesus Christ Two totally different things Two Mm. totally different things So the question needs to be Not how did you get that way But how can we help as a body Think about Jesus man When Jesus came on the scene Jesus wasn't preaching the word of God Jesus was doing what first He was meeting the needs of people He was asking that question Mm. How can I help He would meet their needs And then they would be open to hear the gospel That's what we have to get back to, man, asking that simple question. Mm. How can we help? We plant the seed, and we we ask Jesus to do his part, and that's just change the hearts. See, we're not God. We're trying to be God, and we're trying to see that that fruit fast. But God just said our job is to plant the seed. It's his job to change the hearts, period. And the only way to do that is to ask that question Jesus asked. How can we help Mm -hmm. instead of how did you get that way?
1: That's great. Okay, uh, let me turn it. I'm going to turn it around to you. Then how how okay. can I how can I help? You know how can how can John Fisher, or or our our listeners right now? You know how can they help? Um, can you give us some some directions, some thoughts on that?
0: Well, man, first of all, from a, a effort that's uh, strictly uh, you know singular. You can look out. You can look. You can do what Jesus needs. Just look at the people around you. Go across the railroad tracks, and just look at the needs within the community. And then you just start serving, man. You start serving if you want to do something corporately. And this is what we do with the We Are One movement. And you can go to weareonemovement.com. dot com. That's we are you know the number one movement dot com. And what we do is is we have this apparel line. And it's funny because uh. We have a clothing line, and our clothing line is only made to make money to do one thing, and that's to ask people into lower-income communities, how can we help? So what we do is is we go in, we give computers to schools, uh, low-income schools who don't have computers. We feed people who are hungry. We help out single moms and single-parent homes. You know, we pay off medical bills. We help people get insured, health insurance, which is a big issue, and we help people um, – We just help. We ask the same question uh, that Jesus asked. How can we help? See, man, people are not worried about what we know until they know how much we care. And how much we care is always the first action step of that is love and service. See, the church, we know all the right things to say, but there's no action to back up our words. And we have to go back to what Jesus did. We have to just start serving and literally Literally loving the hell out of people. Hear what I'm saying? Loving the hell out of people. <laughs> That's service, bro. Just not telling them I'm I love you, but you actually show people that you love them.
1: So, um, tell me if we if we go to uh, weareone.com, dot com, we can find out not only about. Um, you know some of your apparel, which which I think I, I'm sure is a signage that uh, starts conversations. Uh, but yep. But can we actually find out what some things we can do there in in, in our community?
0: Absolutely, we have, and it's it's actually uh, weareonemovement.com. dot com. We are the number one oh, movement oh, okay. com. That's weareonemovement.com. dot com. It has twenty steps how you can. You know, take that first step within your own communities. It has a lot of great uh, cool. some great tools that people can use, how you can start doing it, you know, yourself and doing it as a corporate whole. Like even with Toby, um, we give a certain amount of money each year to uh, New Hope Academy. Uh, and New Hope Academy is a diverse Christian school that uh, we actually pay for kids to come in uh, who wouldn't be able to get an education like this, and we pay their tuitions we scholarship them to school, man. That's what we do, That's you know. We, we're just not talking the talk. We're actually walking the walk. So even if you go on my website, Toby's website, com, New Hope Academy, we scholarship lower-income families to go to a school and grab a great education because education is a huge part of it. We just find needs to be God's hand and feet, you know, and even with us going into this into this new touring season, we want to leave every community better off than we got there. We want to leave it better, we want to leave a footprint of Jesus. And that's that's what happens when we go into these communities. You buy a shirt, or you're able to run with us, and we're able to run for hope to a scholarship, Hope Academy, a New Hope Academy. Man, we just believe in putting our putting our money where our mouth is because that's what Jesus did, man. He met the needs of people, whether it was him. Raising Lazarus from the dead, killing the woman with the issue of blood, or feeding over five thousand people, Jesus was putting uh actions with his words, and that's what we're called to do, man, and that's what we hold everybody accountable to do within our camp is lead by example, you know
1: that's great, that's great so we can, and uh that's we are one it's the uh it's the number one,
0: not spelled out right. Correct. It's we are we one. Are movement. the number one movement. We are one movement.
1: Got it. Got it. So there you go, folks. You can find out some things to do in your own community um, at weareonemovement.com. Um, you know, our time's almost up here, uh, Bia. I want to ask you. This is a tough question, I think. Um, okay. You know, we when we talk about how, you know, the church is still are segregated um, in, in a, for a, probably a lot of reasons. The churches are segregated because the neighborhoods are segregated and the, and the church reflects what's around it, um, which seems to me that makes it harder to, to, to integrate our churches more because we've got to somehow cross, you know, cross barriers that we don't normally cross um, you some of those barriers and what you think we can do about that,
0: John? Uh, the phone cut out when I heard. Uh, I didn't hear the Uh-oh. second half of the question. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Hello. Um, can you hear me now?
0: Yes, I can, buddy. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Um. Yeah, i'm just I'm just asking you know we've got churches um reflecting their neighborhoods uh, to a large extent and mm-hmm. uh, if we're gonna if, if, uh, you know I love the idea of an integrated church but how do we do that you know when when there are these barriers even in our neighborhoods we we don't we don't cross and uh, you know are there some ways that we can Start to to heal that, start to get over those barriers. Have you got some? Can you speak into that at all?
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. You have to be just like Jesus was, and that's very intentional. Intentional, just like we are on our tours. Okay, we have different races, different different groups coming together, not to further our own collective uh, goals, but we further the kingdom. And I would encourage people to do this. Put down your cultures. Everything these days is, is about our culture, you know, and that's what segregates us is our culture, our, our societies. Put down our culture, and together let's pick up the kingdom of God. And that means crossing over into different communities that you would never go into. We do it every day. We do it as bands. We, we do it, um, Jesus did it. Be different, and in return, change everything, man. Because us doing business as usual has got us to this point we got to go back to the bare minimums, and that's simply, man, just not being afraid to step out there. Just, Just think about this. Let's just dream with Jesus for a second. But what if all churches, all denominations, all races came together as one? What would happen if we didn't build another church with walls that kept us in and them out? But what would happen, bro, if we came together and we built bridges, bridges of love that connected us to them and them to us? And what would truly happen, man? If we pulled all our resources together, i tell you one thing, there, there wouldn't be any more mm. poverty, there wouldn't be any more health care issues, and we could do what Jesus told us to do the most throughout the New Testament, to fight for the ones who can't fight for themselves. She is there, man, but we just become lazy as a society. It's going to take effort. Mm. That's who we're called to be when we're following Jesus, right? Be different. right? right. Change everything. Be different and change everything that's what Jesus did. And Jesus actually said we'll even do greater works than what he did. So man, it's on us. It's totally on us, man. It's okay to stretch out of your comfort zone. One month out of a year, one Sunday, just to be like, hey, it's this black church across the way or it's this white white church across the way. What if we fellowship with them just one one Sunday out of a month? Or one Sunday out of a year? <laughs>
1: come on, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, B, that's great. It's great. It's real, uh, man. It's real. it's real. It's real. It's real. Yeah, that should be all music to our ears. B, I can't thank you enough. Uh, this is great. I, I, I love that you're into solutions more than the problems. And, uh, and I love that you shared some of those with us today. Um, uh, I pray God continues to bless your, your tour, your speaking, all that you guys are doing. Um, thanks for keeping us informed. Appreciate it very much.
0: Thank you, John, for the opportunity, and uh, thank you for the catch. Uh, I love what you guys are doing, and thank you so much for uh, for letting me share the perspective of Jesus.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, B. God bless you. Thank, bless you,
0: brother. Bye-bye.
1: All right. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, Something to do, something real that we can do in our communities, get across some of these barriers. I love what he said, be different, change everything. I hope you heard that. And uh, let's look and see how we can reach across the barriers. Uh, Just even once a month, whatever we can do, to connect with each other. Make the church more what it's called to be, to reflect um, all of us as one. I think that's the And uh, don't forget to check out uh, We Are One. Dot. More. All right. God bless you. Have a good rest of your week.